0: Hello. This is Christina, and
1: this is Jason,
0: and welcome to Three Things Podcast.
1: That's right, and it is Three Things Podcast.
0: Yes, right in October.
1: In October, and this is a good uh, good month.
0: Oh yes, I love October. That's right. It's my favorite. Uh,
1: can I put a little plug in for something we did? Oh yeah. Um, f- first of all, um, we if you haven't had a chance to listen to our one thing this month. <laughs> Oh, is <laughs> that really a sound effect?
0: That was, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just
1: was that, was that what that was.
0: Yeah, I was trying to be spooky.
1: Uh, oh, well, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't. You kind of threw me off there. But um, Headless Horseman is our and it's about
0: cephalophores,
1: cephalophores. And if you don't know what a cephalophore is, it is a saint, saint
0: that has had its head chopped off, but yet carries it. Yeah, around.
1: carries it around. And there's uh, even historical or accounts that, uh, they speak. Yes. They pray, mm-hmm. they preach.
0: And they give kisses to their mamas. Uh, yeah.
1: They asked her. You know, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if that sounds at all remotely interesting to you,
0: yes, you should check it out.
1: Please, 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 please check out our, uh, one thing this month. With that being said, we've got a, um, a wonderful guest on the show today.
0: A new friend. Th- Hello. Yeah. Yes. And,
1: um, Kate Stewart.
2: Yes, Kate Stewart.
1: And um, Kate, we other than the few emails back and forth, this is our first time meeting.
2: Yes, first in person meeting. But I have listened to a bunch of the Three Things episodes. So I know you guys already All right. ish. <laughs> ish. Yeah, yes. a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, and I remember once we were on a road trip and um, Christina made me listen to a podcast. <laughs> and you were a guest on that <gasps> podcast.
2: Listen okay, to my wait. episode.
1: Yes, I did, oh. and we enjoyed it.
2: Oh, hey, okay, thanks.
1: So I shouldn't say you made me listen no. to it. No,
0: I, we it listen to a lot me. of podcasts in the car. Hey, okay, cool. And then yeah. he he lines his up, and I line mine up. So we his are about NASCAR racing, <laughs> right? And mine are about I know nothing classes. about NASCAR. Well, <laughs> well yeah, drive. Yeah. It's, it was it's entertaining. So. Anyway,
1: so Kate, (laughs) uh, we are super excited to have you on the show today. I am super excited to meet you, regardless if you... uh wanted to be a guest on, the, or agreed to be a guest. Oh on no, sure.
2: I am so excited to be so, here.
1: So can you give us just a quick little introduction, you know, just sort of the right. rundowns. We don't have to go into all the wonderful details, but just kind of introduce yourself to, to all our guests.
2: So I, um, my name is Kate Stewart. I've been married for 13 years. I have two children. Um, I was a military brat, so I'm not from anywhere, but <laughs> I have lived everywhere. That's right. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm very partial to cold climates. I lived in Alaska, Canada, and Iceland Mm. among other places oh yeah yeah so um I like the snow Um, oh you do so you I I love the snow it doesn't snow enough here for me no well you know it it doesn't and it gets far too hot in the summer if it's above 60 I just feel like I'm dying (laughs) 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 I was built for a cold climate
1: we had a friend uh Remember, his ideal climate was the Shetland Islands. Oh, I Absolutely, mean, he would like, move there
2: in a heartbeat. N-
1: no sun, but maybe two days out of the year in mm-hmm. rain all the rain, time. Yes. Yeah, love it. I was like, what are you going to do with all that moss that you grow under on, your, on yeah, your toes? He just He's, really wanted he, to go. Just be
2: friends crazy. with it. That's what I do with plants. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> embrace them yes exactly that's
1: good and let them enjoy the space
2: yeah right
1: on so two ch- two children yep. married 13 years mm-hmm. here in Idaho Falls
2: yep I moved here in high school and my husband is from here oh wow and we actually went to high school together at Skyline oh my goodness Christina, I know we got a and Skyline and my grad. mom is from here and she graduated from Skyline too. really mm-hmm.
0: what year did your, you and your husband oh, oh my hus-
2: my husband graduated in 07 I graduated in 08
0: 08 so well I feel like one of my children graduated in 08
1: did you know any of our children
2: um I was red-headed so redheaded boy wait uh well I mean that does narrow it down well yeah. you can
1: say their name Justin
2: yeah. Justin Bataldin redheaded boy I was so antisocial oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm I'm probably did know of this person but I had an extremely small friend group I I I just I had a lot of trouble in school socially, so yeah. yeah
1: school sorry. was school was a labor.
2: School was uh, horrible oh. all twelve years of it. Really? It yeah. It turned me into a pretty thick skinned adult, but mm. it was, you know, being always being the new kid is the problem. Oh
1: yeah yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. And
1: always having to
2: yep uh, having join to whatever up. group
1: would take you. Yeah, and, I went and to
2: six different elementary schools, three oh, different high yeah. schools, so. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. So you were okay. 2008. Well, you know what?
0: You're not the only one. A lot of I look at students walking down the halls of my school, and I think, oh, they're gonna one day say, I didn't like high school. Did you teach? Do you teach at Skyline? Uh huh. But I taught at Eagle Rock before that. Oh, so I wasn't at Skyline when you were going to Skyline. Right. I taught at Eagle Rock until 2012.
2: Whoa. Okay. And then I've been at Skyline since. So if you're still there in a few years, you'll teach my son. <gasps> oh, yeah. Because he's in sixth grade right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And since we live on the west side. Yeah. 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 You'll be blue
0: all the way. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: These are all I good look. schools, by the way. They are <laughs> the best in town. First of all, you know. I
1: I have a just need you to know that mm-hmm. I automatically like West Siders. Oh. I just, you know, I just feel like West Siders are the best Siders. So yep. we just need to make sure, you know, we put that plug out there. <laughs> All right. So, uh military brat. Graduated yes. Skyline High School. Yes. You moved when you told me how long you've lived here now and I missed that. Part.
2: Oh, I moved here in '06.
1: Okay. So 15 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right on. And so
2: this is by far the longest I've ever lived in one place.
1: And it's climate-wise, we've already established it's yep. not your favorite. Not
2: my favorite. But it's
1: manageable because it does get cold <laughs> and snow. Yeah,
2: I'm, I mean, if I'm going to be whiny about it, the summers are too hot. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I like the cold. Okay. Well, we're glad glad
1: you are here. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, um, Christina. Are we okay? Mm-hmm. All right. You just is uh should we can we just say you have your daughter with yeah, you Yeah,
2: my daughter is here and she's just a bundle of energy and she's just hanging out with the dog and running up and down the stairs right. and
0: Well, she's just, <laughs> already my favorite. Yeah, so. she's wonderful. I just was looking at the dog who Oh no. can be grumpy but so was it, was was uh, tolerating it. Oh, really? my kids
2: are both really good with animals. Oh yeah. Well,
0: the dog I just, you know, I never know. I just don't want her to Scare your daughter, I guess.
2: Oh, she's not going to get scared. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, our dog is, if you haven't heard on some of, we've talked about her. She's a broken dog. Aww. So she, we got her uh, as a rescue dog when she was much older. Um, oh, okay. Not as a puppy. So she... Um, she came with a little bit of problem. Baggage. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we 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 saw. I mean, I'll never forget the first time you took her out. You took her out to the. Oh, uh, I
0: took her to the river, and I thought, okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna train this dog to walk around the green belt. Mm. and I had a regular leash on which wasn't smart because Mm -hmm. she dragged me around the the green belt. She tried to kill every goose that she (laughs) saw. She, she, I'm glad you snorted because I do that all the time and everyone makes fun of me but I found Uh. another snorter. And then she she scared an old man and she chased at, or she lunged at a lady pushing a baby cart. (laughs) And I realized like, So at the end of the day, I gave her a D minus. Oh, because I didn't give her an F because I thought, well, there was room for, you know, she Mm -hmm. at the end, she kind of was better. But we had to, we've had to, that was four years, five years ago. We've had to work on her. A lot.
1: Yeah. Well, and then we just, found a place where we could walk her and um yeah. take her leash off and she
2: doesn't like crowds do yeah you. hey she, me neither no
1: no she fits right in this family pretty well so.
2: i mean a lot of people are like that too we're just not allowed to bite babies <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and we can't
0: catch a goose right yeah. but they make us mad. You know everyone
1: yells at old men i don't yeah. know yeah yeah, it, yeah. i don't know what that's about anymore. maybe because they deserve it i guess i don't know maybe that's part of it so um Can we just jump right in? Please, yeah. What are you drinking tonight?
2: I am drinking um, Irish breakfast tea. I'm a big tea drinker. I Mm -hmm. drink probably like five or six or ten cups of tea a day.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I like tea. Is that part of that international travel as a child Um, that uh, may introduce you to that? I
2: think it's just part of my Anglophilia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I like it. (laughs) it. I just like as a as a teenager, ooh, British people do this, so I should try it, yeah. and it just became a habit that I then passed on to my husband, <laughs>
1: yeah, well, Christina, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking a tea as well, oh right on, my tea is um that Republic of tea, but I I bought this new one called Blueberry Lavender and it's supposed to make your skin feel good, but I don't think that is really gonna work.
1: You, do you drink the tea to make it feel good?
0: You drink the tea and it's supposed to make you
1: You don't better. rub the tea on no, your you skin. No, you don't put the tea on your you face. You just drink the tea and eventually your skin feels better. I think better. it's
0: supposed to make me look 10 years younger. I don't think that's I don't think possible. It's I mean, happen. <laughs> Real,
2: actual tea is good for sunburns.
1: Oh. Wait, to, now, wait a minute.
2: You put it on, do you you. Rub? yeah. Yeah, topically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we, I have heard we that. We had to
1: get You're the right. delivery method figured out. The, <laughs> well, how do we deliver this? You. Do you just do you drink the tea and the side? No, not when you rub the tea. Yeah, on you
2: on sit next to it on the couch and All you talk right. to it.
1: <laughs> so I'm drinking aha tonight. What? The Peach aha. Oh yes. So I kind of ran into these this summer, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, these kind of are my go-to drink.
2: I'm a sucker for a flavored carbonated water. Yeah, what is that?
1: Um, what I do <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm serious. <laughs> what is that about the carbonation makes all the difference in the I world? I
2: feel so fancy when I drink them. <laughs> yes. I, and I, I never had a LaCroix until our mutual friend... Gave me one, and now I have like a Pavlovian response when I go to her house. <laughs> like that I have, to, Laqu- yeah, I have to have one, and she will apologize to me immediately if she doesn't have any. Oh, that's oh
1: really? Funny. She, yeah. she, she knows, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has. I think nothing. it was
2: during COVID. We k- we
0: tried all like bubbly, the brand bubbly, mm-hmm. and Aha and all of them came out during lockdown. And so I. Order them at, on my Walmart online, right. and have them shipped, and we tried lots of flavors. It was
2: odd. Yeah. That was when we.
1: Pineapple's kind of, my favorite.
2: Yeah, it's hard for me to find. Yeah. So oh, coconut is mine. Oh, okay. love the coconut!
1: I just found our first major difference.
2: Oh no! He hates yeah, I'm coconut. not a coconut fan. But I love it. I'm gonna What's wrong it. with you? <laughs> okay,
1: I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will totally accept that. I just—it's okay. But I—I I am not a coconut fan. I ex- now here's, I
2: accept you. He
0: likes pina coladas. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like pina. Coladas, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I, but no right. pineapple cake. No. Yeah.
1: No, I eat pineapple. Well, no. Sorry, pineapple no cake. Sorry, no
0: coconut cake. Nothing with coconut. In first meat. of
1: all. You wanna ruin a perfectly good cake? Put coconut on make it. Make it a German chocolate cake, right? What's
2: wrong with you? I, I know. don't know.
1: He's I just just My
2: can't. father, if he ever hears this, that's what he has on his birthday every year. It's <gasps> German, German chocolate. chocolate? No, yeah. It's a family tradition. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, not here. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, can I
1: just explain what, it, someone explain to me what do coconuts have to do with German?
2: Um. Actually, I can answer that. Oh. oh I yeah, love learning stuff. Um it's not German at all. It was the n- last name of the man who invented the cake. <laughs> His
0: last name was German? Yeah. yeah. I, I was this <laughs> old funny. today when I learned right. that. <laughs> Here we thought those Germans in there coconuts. Yeah, no I, I, I know it
2: doesn't make any sense because it's not German. So it's not strudel or anything no, like that. No, it doesn't. It's just seem-
1: the dude's name It's American
2: okay. just like just like fortune cookies and and oh. french fries. Oh, that, that is fantastic. Is
1: well, it should be American. It's made in a bunt pan, right?
2: Well, uh, no. you can make it in any. It's not in a bunt pan.
1: You don't have a to. Bundt? It's, it's not a bunt cake? No,
2: no, no. It's a regular <laughs> yeah, regular round pan. You can make anything in a bunt kit.
1: But isn't that a uniquely American bunt cake? Um, oh. Well,
2: that's a trademarked name. Oh. That, that pan shape is it, not a bunt Pan. I, he's he's th- remembering that um,
0: movie <laughs> called My Big Fat Greek N- Wedding. No. Oh, it's a boond. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
2: if you lamb. Yes, I love that movie. And so he's like, "It's just American." I right? was a vegetarian for such a long time, and my mom used to always tell me, "It's okay, I'll make you lamb." <laughs> because of that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie.
0: It's uh, it a good really movie. Is.
1: Oh, I was wondering how long I'd get away with that boont cake blunt. reference. Blunt. It's a boon? It's a boot key. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, um, I I guess I'll just bring this up. Because um, yeah. you brought this, you know, uh, y- you... Go for it. Whatever re- it is. You're in recovery.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am in recovery. I am an addict. But I'm sober.
1: Right. No, no, we get that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, you got to specify. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't know, want people yeah. to freak out. I don't want
2: people thinking I'm like totally smashed while I'm here. No, no, I've, no, no I've been no. sober for over three years now. Well, and I guess
0: congratulations. I, Thank good you. Oh, good by
1: work. the way, yes, congratulations. And I, that was such a horrible segue. I could have done that so much smoother. But we had talked about doing this uh, earlier because you were t- talking about drink, right? yeah. And, yeah. and what you drink is um, is an, uh, a topic of our show. It's one of the three mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, and we've had people on the show before. Um, and actually, this is my not my first episode i think i've had several episodes where i haven't drank alcohol on the show
2: mm-hmm.
1: but i remember you just that was a concern right it's, yeah
2: i just didn't want to be distracted by it being in the room
1: well yeah yeah but but even just <clears throat> you didn't want to have the expectation that you were going to come and talk about right. it, like your alcohol right, favorite yeah. drink that or is
2: the first thing i asked um our friend when she mentioned your podcast i said well i've been listening and like all of the drinks that they have are alcoholic and mm-hmm. she said no no it's like it's not a it's your choice whatever you want to drink and so mm-hmm. i'm totally comfortable most of the time being around somebody who has alcohol unless it's something that i personally used to drink a lot oh, of yeah because so it's a
1: tr- whatever it was it's a, a trigger, trigger right? oh
2: yeah a huge trigger
1: right and especially was your flavor
2: right right so i very specifically drunk drank a lot of jameson whiskey oh. so seeing the bottle or like smelling something that smells like that yeah. i can't be in the room but most of the time like if somebody's got a beer and they're next to me i'm fine mm-hmm. um but in a close setting like this where yeah. we're talking about like intimately, really, mm-hmm. yeah it would be distracting it would yeah. be really distracting because there's we're like talking about the thing that is yeah yeah but instead i'm talking about the tea that's supposed
0: to make me look younger well
1: (laughs) and in that that three years uh that you're and you're you're sober Mm -hmm. and you're knocking them out you know but that has been a journey in and of itself
2: absolutely in
1: fact might even to say that prior to that three years was a journey yeah and then you had to choose a different path to travel
2: 100 percent correct
1: Right. right Can we talk about that a little bit later yeah i want to know what was the
2: yeah absolutely
1: switch gears on that but anyway um so thank you for sharing that and thank you for dealing with my really hard segue question which doesn't really qualify as a segue because it was just a stop (laughs) and a change of direction Mm
2: -hmm. you don't be embarrassed don't feel weird (laughs) it's okay i don't know
1: about it well i'm always a little bit embarrassed about some things i say but that's just a permanent
2: you know part of of recovery is being totally accepting of like all of your faults (laughs) and like it's it's, like total acceptance so i'm good you're good we're all happy it's great at
1: my age you think we'd be a little more comfortable with some of my faults i think i just get tired of them you know it's like one of these days i gotta get better at it they're endearing right On
2: there you go what are you reading so i'm rereading my favorite book (gasps) Every fall in the se- in September I reread the same book. It's my favorite book is called The Thirteenth Tale. It's by Diane Setterfield. The Thirteenth Tale. Yeah. It's a book I've reread every year for I don't know how long. I usually start it in September unless the weather's too warm and then I wait a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so it's kind of very. It's a fall, it's a book. A fall book. book. It's a fall book. So I have to wait until it's a little colder in the evenings oh, so, and, you kinda like exactly. yeah. so you can kind of like exactly yeah. Can you share? I'm not familiar with this book. So I'm a big, like, classic British literature buff. Yeah. I'm a huge reader, and I love British lit. And this book is like an homage to all of the big. British Victorian writers like the Bronte's and Dickens oh. and Austin's not um Victorian, but I mean she's still British, so there are references to Jane Eyre and Wuthering Heights and the Woman in White, and I mean any any of these classic British Victorian um Novels that you can think of, this book is just like a huge love letter to that. Oh, very cool. And it's a mystery, and there's like creepy elements to it. And Mm -hmm. so it's about this woman who is called upon by a very reclusive author to come to her uh, mansion in the Moors in England to write her biography because she's finally going to tell the truth about her life. Oh, wow. Yeah so it's my favorite book
1: and so in her story are mm-hmm. all these references yeah. and allusions to all Absolutely. these other this this era of, some really some cool.
2: very direct and some are very buried and i didn't pick up on them until like the 10th time i read oh, the that's book good. It's fun. Yeah.
0: oh so oh very good mm-hmm. i might have to check that out
1: so you said you're an avid reader so when you're not yes. reading this book the 13th tale what, yes. what else do you read
2: i try to read everything i (laughs) i like to read about religion Mm -hmm. i have a pretty um big selection of uh theology and religious based books in my personal library um i like high fantasy so think like lord of the rings or game of thrones Mm -hmm. stuff like that that's i love that i love sci-fi because of my dad who is a huge sci-fi nerd um i i think there is not a genre that i can't find something that you enjoy. to read and yeah. i love oh, wow. i just love books i love reading my mom works at the library Oh yeah <laughs> i used to work there
0: really mm-hmm. oh lucky duck that's
2: like a so, fun job yeah books are library.
1: Uh, where did her, that come from where did this <coughs> love for reading come from my mom Flat, out, she flat just, out. Yeah. No question. You know that is not. I mean that that is so common, right? That, that is so common. Um, she's okay. Mm. I just um, that our parents are the one that instill that e- in. Oh, Oopsie. Nova, you're. You, it's all right. Yeah,
0: that stool. Yeah.
1: Christina, you. We can take a little break if you want to fix that stool or some.
0: So we're back um, and
1: uh, everybody's great.
0: But but we just happen to be talking about
2: tattoos and books. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So, yes, which are. So anyway, carry on.
2: Right. What I was going to say is um, I have. So we were talking about books and nerdy tattoos. So I have a Harry Potter tattoo. I've got the uh, Deathly Hallows on my left arm. Um. But as far as other nerdy things for my 27th birthday, my brother gave me the one ring and it's made out of tungsten and it's plated in gold, but it's like a nice one. And then the chain that it's on, it's, it looks like the exact one from the movie, real silver, the whole thing. It's, so pretty. And right. it's ne- you wear it around your Yeah, neck. and I wear it around my neck, but the ring size he got fits my finger, oh. just like Frodo. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. <laughs> so
1: we that's need to cool. fill our audience in a little bit because we we touched on a very controversial topic <clears throat> while oh, we yes. were on Away uh, for a Second. Kate came yes. out and said, the best, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you correct yeah, me when I'm yeah. wrong. You're saying the premiere the standard, the, well, the most
2: mo- well written,
1: most well written mm-hmm. novel
2: of modern times. You're
1: saying is
2: Game of Thrones by George R. R. Martin. Okay, and I will fight anybody. So now we, <laughs> so then I had,
1: I had a different opinion. Yes, yes. And my opinion, like oh, people always disagree. Even Christina doesn't agree with me on this opinion. Mm. But I would say that the best, the be, best. Uh, modern Time Contemporary Fiction Novel mm-hmm. is The Stand by Stephen King. That's mine. And, Christina, I, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I want to uh, hear what yours is. Oh, no, I,
0: I don't have one because oh. I, there are just too many for me to okay. say that only one. <laughs> I, I I like both of the books that you two mm-hmm. have talked about. and But for me, it's just it's when i think of an author and a book then i can think of another one that's yeah. you know and i just so
2: i wouldn't say that the game of thrones is the best book but because i have books i like a lot more than that one mm-hmm. but if i'm going to get real picky and technical it's the most well-written in my opinion right because i just that's one of those books that the copy i have is falling apart from me oh. rereading oh, it so much right on. so yeah. all right
1: so we're going to actually throw that out to our listeners yeah we'd like to know we'd like to know what they think Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll narrow down the category
2: yes (laughs)
1: contemporary uh fiction yeah okay that's what we're gonna narrow it down to
2: yeah
1: contemporary so modern fiction
2: yeah okay
1: all right that works we don't want to go then it just gets too big
2: it's too big if you don't narrow it down for sure yeah
1: that is too big so yeah and then we went to tattoos
2: and which I have a few.
1: Yeah, and we mm-hmm. talked about... And
0: booked n- nerdy book nerdy yeah, tattoos. And so nerdy
1: tattoos. Mm-hmm. Our
0: uh, two oldest sons have the, nerdy my, book tattoos. My
1: second oldest son has the quintessential nerdy tattoo. You know that, don't you?
0: It know? is the theme to Zelda
2: around <gasps> his arm. It's the, the wait, the Triforce? The music. The oh, the
1: music. music. He has the music tattoo.
2: It's cool. Okay, so years and years ago, my family were all nerds. We got my mom an orca arena for Christmas one year. What is an orca
1: Raina? See, we're not... We're
2: oh. Oh, okay. I don't know Zelda. It's, it's okay. It's just a um, really quintessential Zelda. It's so important to the oh. game. Oh. It's okay. It's like it's like getting someone a lightsaber if they're a Star Wars fan. Oh, okay. Okay. So. All right. Oh,
0: so I, if I got my son an Orca Raina. Yeah,
2: he'd probably he be, be real happy. excited. Okay. That's it's so a cool. real thing. You can buy them. I would have it, to write that down. If our children
1: listen to our podcast, we'd be worried about him finding out what we might get oh, for Oh, yeah. yeah they don't listen. No,
2: they don't Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> they, they, you know. <laughs> yeah. Kids.
1: Well, you know. Yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> Just, they're crazy.
2: Yeah. It's all good.
1: So, kind of with that saying, do you uh, you had mentioned earlier too? You're a podcast. You are a podcaster. Is I that right? am. Brilliant. Yeah. Right.
0: She is also. Um, she goes by a different name for the other podcast, yeah. the Mothball Prophecies. That our friend
2: Samantha, our guest Samantha, is mm-hmm. on. yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> on the uh, the Mothball Prophecies, most people know me as Spellcheck, which is a. Uh, a really great segue into my faith journey. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so just to so, save you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: oh, oh, I love it. I was going to actually say the same thing. <laughs> Obviously, since I'm not good at segues, uh, my guest decided to pick up yeah, my Slack. So that's fantastic. Good.
2: She's good. <laughs> so I got the name spellcheck because I am the, um, the editor, like the copy and content editor for the Mothball Prophecies. And um, Sam's husband coined the term because I'm also a witch. So oh. so spell check both with my editing right. and with me being all like oogity boogity <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's fantastic
2: yeah so that's where that came from I, th-
1: I think <laughs> I'm impressed with your own description oogity boogity
2: yeah oogity boogity <laughs> and by well. the way
1: of, of what you just told me I think the thing that most concerns me is remind me never or next time I send you an email to, to double triple check and make sure that I got everything yeah. spelled oh, right. oh you <laughs> know it's,
2: I understand that not everybody feels like grammar feels about grammar the way I do <laughs> like it's alright
1: you do yeah that's true not everyone does feel the same way about grammar
2: so i do i do that's good
0: i teach english and i care about grammar i'm going
2: back to school to finally get my my bachelor's good for you i'm starting in january to be a Uh teacher no no, sorry no just in english yeah um well i want to i want to edit professionally
1: oh Oh. so (laughs) <laughs> sorry, I just can't I know, imagine. Like, wow. I was like, what kind of career? Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> that's how I feel about math. That's how you feel
2: about careers. Oh, like, man, yeah. Oh, oh,
1: oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So... Um, Okay, so now I've got, like, <clears throat> nine things. But, please, but we just, ask
2: all of the well, things.
1: <laughs> let, can we, so, a witch. Yeah. All right, and, and it, that's...
2: That's self-identified. Right,
1: so I can call you that. Yeah, oh, okay. please,
2: yeah. It's not... I know coming from your background, that's probably feels derogatory to say that to someone. Yeah. Um, but as a self-identified witch, it's totally fine. So you're owning the word.
0: Oh yeah, I mean well
2: it's yeah. not in 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 my community, it's not bad at all. Right. It's like saying, oh, that's a couch. Oh, yeah. that's a TV. You, you took the you took it back to well, you it,
0: took the word to to mean how you want it to mean not
2: yeah how it's, others. Not, it's not negative. It's not used in a negative way. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm just here we go. Yeah, go ahead. how. How did you discover, uh, you'd mentioned earlier, kind of a, you like to read um, about religion. and I do. I love about reading religion. about religion. So you were a journey into this.
2: So my first exposure to modern paganism was in high school while wandering through the school library. First high school I went to um, was huge. It had like 2,500 kids. The library was like three times the size of this house. How it was gracious. a giant building. Um, so it had a very well-stocked library, bigger than some public libraries that I've been to. Oh, wow. Um, so I had a really, really good nonfiction section. I randomly pulled out um, one of those, the like Time Life book series on like the occult or something. Yeah. Mm. I actually, years and years later, found a copy of that same exact book and I have it at my house. It's like the book that showed me this whole world I didn't I think know about. I think I know this series. It's yeah. like silver or... Super sport. thin, black, and then it's got like witchcraft yeah. on the front of it. <laughs> and like looks super menacing and is kind of scary when you open it up because it's got pictures of like traditional ceremonial magic and people in weird clothes and then probably a picture of like Anton LaVey in there somewhere. Oh, of course, of course. Which I, you know, Satanism is frequently... Piled into the same category as witchcraft, they're not the same thing. Right, right. So, but yeah, so, I think that's important for people to understand. Yeah,
0: because they jumped, and that's why for them, witch is negative, right? And they mm-hmm. jump right into that. It I goes think goes right any, back to the you know Salem witch trials. Exactly.
2: Anybody coming from a Christian background, which I do actually come from a Christian background, um, it's kind of understood that witchcraft and pagans—that's a bad thing. And, like, I get that because that's what I was taught, too. Mm -hmm. But in the modern era, and really, if you look back objectively throughout history, um, pagan and witch don't... It's always really just been a descriptor of either someone of a different religion or someone who maybe has practices that you don't understand. Sure. So... But modern witches, you know, we're on the internet. It's like what, you know, <laughs> we're just like out there, and mm-hmm. I mean, we're just like you. We're, we're just, on the internet. I'm just like a real person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely are a real person. So, I want to go back to this. You open this book. Yeah. Okay, and then, because because um, faith, our belief, right, mm-hmm. is a journey. So this is yeah. this is the. St- Start or at least maybe a corner on the path where you turned a corner. Yeah, I went back to that book
2: every single lunch period for my entire freshman year. I didn't have a lot of friends. (laughs) 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 I was in the library every day. Um, (laughs) So
1: yeah, so what was it? What was the fascination or what was the draw? What was the draw?
2: I think um, I don't think I understood at the time, but I think it was very much the idea that I was in control of myself. Whereas, um, I wasn't raised in a heavily religious household, but you know, my dad was raised Roman Catholic. My mom was raised LDS. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there were elements of Christianity throughout my childhood and with my upbringing and a lot of what I internalized was that I wasn't in control of anything and that I didn't have a decision. Like I didn't get to decide Mm -hmm. on what was happening or, you know where i went or when i died or any sure. of that
1: you were just a passenger on a train yeah, and that, that was controlled by some entity that yes. you couldn't connect with
2: yeah yeah and regardless of whether or not they mend that and i know that's not the intention of most christian um sure. right you know I, like i get that mm-hmm. but that's what happened with me and then i opened this book up and started looking at these super weird pictures and all these like fun pictograms and and you know people in pointy hats and you know i it just seemed like wow i i would get if i if i started copying what they were doing you know me and my 14 year old brain that means i would be in control like i would get to decide what happened to me and i I think that was the initial draw, yeah, also the pageantry of it, yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: The, what does that mean? Talk to me about that well, yeah.
2: well, I love the how theatrical and um the the show of it, how fun certain aspects of modern paganism can be just by I get to look creepy and it's like <laughs> part of my spiritual. <laughs> Right. I don't, I've always had a draw to the macabre and to the occult. My mom read me Edgar Allan Poe when I was a kid. I right. mean, it's like I.
1: So, so there's a tradition. There. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to? It's, that's what I'm hearing. Like, <clears throat> there's a tradition, and and I use that in the general sense of yeah. the word. Right. Is, um, in in our in our Catholic faith, we would call that a liturgy. Yes. In a liturgy, we would I would even. Without offending witches everywhere, no. Go ahead. I would apply that almost to uh, because we can apply that term to your practice. Because liturgy yes. is how you express or practice your faith.
2: So, okay, I love that you've said this because my um, my whole if I if I had to break down my belief system into just a couple sentences, I'd I'd be stealing from William Blake. But I think all religions are the same. Okay. I think every religion is basically at its core the same thing. It just has different wrapping on it.
1: Okay. Okay. So
2: you saying that my tradition is a, is a liturgy. Sure. 100% on the mark. <laughs> totally.
1: Right. Because.
2: It's just different wrapping. Just different I just wrap. do things a little differently than you do. Mm-hmm. I just, the way that my faith looks and the way that I pray or the way that I honor the dead, whatever it is, it just looks a little different but it's the same for you it's the same for some buddhist in asia it's the same for you know my muslim aunt yeah i think i think william blake got it right there it, dude was insane he was crazy but <laughs> He was right. I think
1: <laughs> the core, the core is yeah. it, it, everything. It, it centers the same, but the wrappings look different. Yeah. Everything else around it is changing.
2: Yeah. So, so um, and a lot of modern paganism when you're looking at European paganism, which is kind of where I would fall mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm kind of going back to kind of what my ancestors in Ireland would have done. The Celts, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm Irish and I'm Dutch and they're all Catholics. So for me to reach back in time to my ancestors, instead of trying to circumvent the Christianity, I try to go through it, which is why I carry around rosaries with me everywhere. I have a little Bridget's cross. I noticed that I wear. So I, I specifically like Bridget because she was a saint who was directly taken from an Irish goddess. Bridget, yeah. Yeah. same name, okay. same mm-hmm. symbol. Mm-hmm. Iro- Ireland's conversion from paganism and from their traditional religion to Catholicism, I find just to be the perfect example of how you can meld religions. How they are really all the same. It's just it looks a little different. Looks a little different. So,
0: I w- I will agree that the um, the um, ch- change from in Ireland, mm-hmm. yeah. And especially when we look at St. Patrick and yeah. St. Bridget, mm-hmm. they, they had some interesting things they had to do that actually Rome didn't always kind of yes. like
2: knowing that, that they were and doing. And that's kind of why I like it so much, because they had to kind of twist things a little funny, like, okay, if you guys are going to become Christians, yeah, we can put a little sun around the cross, and look, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can celebrate Ostera, and call it Easter. We can celebrate the the fertility of the earth, but we can also talk about Mary and mm-hmm. how Mary is, you know, analogous to basically any mother goddess. Which I mean that with no disrespect.
1: Oh no, no, we're we're, <laughs> we're having mm-hmm. a good, con- no disrespect. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. You know, I I think <clears throat> I, I I'm enjoying the start of this conversation on on several on several levels. And so, but I think what is, is fascinating to me, Mm -hmm. um, and what, what I think speaks across the board on all of our guests is somewhere along the line in their faith journey, there becomes this personal connection Mm -hmm. and that personal connection. Um, we, we just, we just did a podcast and I don't mean to re reference our own podcast and, I don't know when we're going to post it. So either you've already heard it or anticipation, right? <laughs> um, the, the guest came out and said, uh, his specific community was the communion of saints, right? That he mm-hmm. found connection with the, the saints of old. Um, yes. And, and really that for him was important. And so again, it's that personal piece. And so somewhere for you, the, the pageantry, mm-hmm. the idea of, uh, Self-determination, yes. self determination uh, self controlling mm-hmm. that became a uh, an integral part to your 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 personal and faith journey yes
2: 100%. yeah 100%
1: so you're 14 years old you're at the mm-hmm. library you yeah. read the book you're reading it like crazy uh-huh. And then how does that begin to manifest itself in your life? Uh, you go home and say, Mom, Dad. Oh, no. No.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Not until you were older. Not my. I don't talk about my faith with my parents at all. At all? No. My parents are very devout Christians. Sure. And I think it would make them very uncomfortable.
1: Do they know? Do you, do yeah. They, they think, know, but... I think
2: they do. Oh, they just don't. You just don't talk. We just don't talk about, about it. it. And and it just that's just how it works for my family. It's not a bad thing. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. just you know, it's just how it is. Sure. So I don't hide it. I mean, I have paraphernalia around my house. I, you know, I wear a pentacle sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things that I think they know, but we just don't touch on that.
1: Sure. So you then, I guess then you had to develop this in your own way. Yes. So here's my question. Were mm-hmm. you able to find other pagans, other witches to Not associate?
2: until adulthood. Really? Yeah.
1: So as a teenager, this was something that was just entirely. It
2: was so secret.
0: Okay, so you didn't even share it like in high school with other students. Because that would be hard. That would be even harder when you're in high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, now I see plenty of students
2: that do. Yeah. I think back then, though. I mean, I'm not that old, but. Well,
1: it it would have been really difficult. Even today in in our current environment, that's Mm -hmm. something that wouldn't come out very well. Yeah.
2: No, I, I kept it really beat it down deep inside and bottled it up and just like didn't let it out
1: i guess my comment on that is that was kind of rough
2: yeah yeah it sucked i don't
0: i don't mean i don't mean to laugh at that but that was
1: really funny the way you said that but but yeah it's hard to not be
0: able to fully be who you are
2: that was is exactly what i was going to say the status quo Mm -hmm won't accept it yet there and were it, there were expectations um from family and friends and just the community i lived in that i didn't feel like i could um disrupt
1: so uh that was weird mm-hmm.
0: It
2: i know and why, why
0: do you think that is well, oh. right? wait. wait no i wait. want. <laughs> why did maybe
2: our thing break um well you know witches and electricity do not always go together (laughs) kind of like ghosts and electricity
1: so what happened just so everyone can understand um we were in the middle of a wonderful conversation and my um p4 um zoom recording podcast recording device entirely kicked out and so uh we had to do a quick uh, maintenance check and change and we're up and back and running again mm-hmm. and now I get to you guys will I'm saying this all in the past tense because somehow for me to make to publish this episode I'm going to have to edit those two different weird segments together you can yeah. be the
0: editing wizard no
1: I might have to actually ask for help on this one <laughs> <laughs> <I>
0: might, <laughs> you're <laughs> going to find an editing I'm gonna, wizard yeah, I'm
1: to find an editing <laughs> you wizard you can do it I will I we will. believe
0: in you but, he will try so
1: can we I'm trying to remember where we were, we're at <laughs> um, um I the last question that I remember asking, yeah. and I don't know if it was the last question asked was or at least I was sharing that mm-hmm. you know here you were you found um, you found your path you found mm-hmm. this
2: well the beginning of it yeah
1: yeah at high school mm-hmm. and yet it was something that you had to keep entirely yes entirely I
2: did so. not feel comfortable talking to anybody about it. I didn't want to ask my parents about it I I didn't have any um, outside adult who I felt comfortable talking to. I didn't live around my extended family, so um, I didn't have aunts or uncles or anything around me. Um, So just for years and years, it was just inside and I kept it real quiet and, you know, longingly looked at tarot cards, but never bought (laughs) any or like wanted to buy a cauldron, but couldn't justify it to my very normal, very American family. Yeah. right. You know? right. <laughs> so, so
0: when you, um, well, first of all, you, you had earlier said you'd been married for 13 years. Yes. Yeah. So I imagine you told your oh, husband. Yeah. yeah. No, he's totally cool. With what, what, you know, whatever. But did you tell people before <clears throat> him he wasn't your first person that you told um, or anything? I
2: think I probably hinted to friends just passingly about my interest in you know the supernatural and in like new age ideas oh okay i think it was just that was fine but i don't i don't remember specifically telling anybody yeah i pray to this old goddess from like this country <laughs> that my people used to live in right because right? Right. that seems weird <laughs> to people you know first oh, off they might
0: just go hmm
1: so when yeah. did you finally in your in whatever public way,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when did you? I, I, I do
2: How did it come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came out of the broom closet, yeah. which is the <laughs> yes. term. I was looking That's for the term. That's the term. term. Coming out of the broom the closet. Term. Right there we go. Um, after I got oh. sober. Oh. So when I was twenty-seven, my life fell apart, and I. Almost I hit I was as close to rock bottom as you can get without being homeless and without being divorced. Uh. So I got sober and a big part of becoming sober and staying that way was totally accepting who I am as a person mm-hmm. and totally accepting my surroundings and the things that happened to me. Right. So, so. I couldn't I couldn't keep any secrets about anything from anybody including myself
1: right you
2: can't yeah there's no way you can go through recovery um with secrets you can't it doesn't work you will relapse yeah yeah and for me that's like one of the scariest things is the idea of relapsing right because i will if i relapse once i know i will never recover again
1: right right and how old oh, she when said did, she was twins. no no no. i, I heard that part. <laughs> you just didn't wake up one day an alcoholic so how did that process start for you um was it at a young age as well
2: no actually weirdly my i didn't start drinking until i was like 24 25 oh, and
1: you just went
2: because alcoholism runs in my family right it's right. it's a common problem right um, with a lot of my family members and for me most the the closest person to me was my brother who battled with alcoholism and drug addiction, like nasty meth. Aww. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. And so I thought, Sorry. let's stay away from that. But when I got a little older, I felt like, well, I'm not driving drunk. I'm not getting DUIs. I'm not hurting anybody. So it's probably OK. Right. And I justified it that way. For years.
1: And it just... And And it just built up. Well, it's a progressive disease, right? And so it continues and Mm -hmm. you go... It's a downward spiral. So you're spiraling downward. And
2: my tolerance kept going up and up and up. And I thought, well, I'm not going to the bars. I'm just drinking at home. I'm just like, I'm in my basement. It's, you know, nobody cares. Nobody can see me. I'm not flashing strangers (laughs) it was all of those kind of stereotypical yeah i didn't think it was that bad and also at the time i was a hardcore atheist like mean about it kind of atheist i was just awful to be around if you were going to talk about religion like I wouldn't have sat down with you <laughs> because, oh, because
1: you couldn't have had a decent conversation. I could
2: not have even looked you in the face. Oh wow! I hated people who were religious. Oh my goodness! It and it it, it was such a shift in my brain when I finally realized I'm killing myself with alcohol. I have to stop. And one of the first things that um, really confronted my atheism was NAA. Um, the twelve step well, program. I have mean, to acknowledge a higher power. Exactly, and I struggled with that for years. It was like two years of me saying, "No, there's no God. This is stupid." You know, I there's none of that's real. Right. Well, it wasn't two years. It was probably about a year of me really fighting that part of of AA. Um, and then I just let go of it because it's stupid to hold on to something like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I I had a priest tell us tell me a long time ago. Um, And I don't mean to minimize your your belief in atheism at the time he says, you know, most of the atheists, he said, speaking for himself, he Mm -hmm. said, most of the atheists I ever met didn't have a problem with God. They had a problem with the people who said they believed in God.
2: 100%. And so, yeah, yeah,
1: that that was kind of his his point, and I I agreed with that on, I agree. agree. Yeah,
2: Yeah.
0: I I think that's interesting what you said, Jay, because um, I see a lot of students that often will say they're Mm atheists, but they're also angry at the the religions in the community, which they are not a part of, that they feel make judgments against them, and so they... They go, on, they
2: go the opposite of the pendulum, right? It and is really hard to grow up not being part of the dominant religion here. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. my my mom and her entire fa- extended family are LDS. Mm-hmm. And so when um, we moved back here, this is where my family lived, the expectation was, well, you're gonna start coming back to church with us, right? And you're gonna bring your children because that's the right thing to do. Right. And of course, that's the expectation for anybody's faith that you would... Pass on that love and that knowledge to your children, but in my experience, it wasn't loving at all. it was the status quo. it was this is what you do, and this is the only way that you can be considered a good person, yeah, yeah. yeah. which sucks to say, but again, that whole sobriety thing it's like i 'm just that's just honesty, that's just how it is, and a lot of people who are not part of that faith feel that way
1: that had to have been a rough couple <laughs> would you say rough year in your recovery to wake up every day struggling with who you are yeah I gotta give you credit for having the courage to do all that
2: I I am not sure how I didn't drink. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how I did.
1: it. <laughs> Again, I'm laughing at all the wrong things tonight, but it's totally I fine. Liked, I guess this is the way you said that, but right, right. I mean, because yeah. that, you're going in that recovery. I um, went through
2: nasty withdrawals. I yeah. mean, I was shaking. I was throwing up, and it like I don't know if it was normal how long it lasted for me, but it was weeks. Yeah. And and after that, it was just depression severe severe depression i'm already medicated for depression i had to quadruple my dose yeah it was i was sick all the time and i have never felt comfortable again talking to my family about sobriety because it is a, a problem with a lot of members of my family and because i never went to jail or i never hit anybody with my car or or whatever it is right it it felt like well, I'm my alcoholism isn't as bad as yours, so I can't <laughs> complain about it.
1: So, are there other uh, of your family members? Are they sober? Or are you? Yes. One, oh, so so
2: my whole family, um, my whole nuclear family, is now currently sober. My grandparents. Well, my one grandpa is. My other isn't. Um mm-hmm. So
1: and is your brother did he yeah suffer? my
2: brother is um, it took quite a bit yeah, I bet um, math is
1: not a is not a fun journey to come back huh? so
2: my brother almost killed himself and another person and my husband before I married him in a felony DUI car accident oh. my husband broke his neck Oh no! and my brother broke his back and the third person had to be life flighted to Salt Lake
0: Oh my he goodness.
2: didn't stop drinking after that yeah uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean that was the standard I was like comparing my problem to. Right. So I thought I'm not doing any of that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm great. (laughs) I was very wrong. No. no. Yes.
1: Right. Right. But, but that's that part of that of that uh, the mentality. You know, the disease of the thinking. Yeah. Is that you're going to find these really odd rationalizations? You get loopholes
2: for everything, and alcohol can rationalize anything. Yep. We're not scared of death. We're not scared of maiming ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not scared of hurting other people. <laughs> Nuh-uh.
0: I knew that was going to fall. Who I was
2: that? that no, no, I knew that falls every day. But who is it? It's my dad. Okay, so so what are we talking about that might have something to do with your dad? <laughs> do you want my dad was an alcoholic. <laughs> so the the picture of her father just dropped thank you Nova and my daughter's putting it back up yeah so that's a real good example of maybe something from my faith like that to me is your dad acknowledging hey me too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah
1: Yeah, that was all right. It, yeah. This has been, uh, I mean, it's not over, but this is sure an interesting, um, we've had major technical hours. Yeah, yeah had, look
0: at, we've got pictures uh, flying, and uh, not flying. <laughs> don't apologize. There's nothing flying.
1: wrong. This is fine.
0: So We
2: have, yeah, broken that and electrical. Yeah. So yeah, it took me getting sober to find my faith. And my faith, um, uh, be coming out of the broom closet, as it were, it was just... All the things that I internalized as a, as a teenager kind of just came out. And I was like, okay, I can just learn about these things now. I can be open about my practices. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be shy about it. And I went through a brief period of, if I'm going to be a witch, I'm going to be the witch. And I'm going to be as witchy as possible. <laughs> and then that ran out a little bit. And I started to acknowledge the importance of connecting with my ancestors and connecting with yeah. um, how how my family's immigration to the United States affects what I believe. And so my connection to Ireland is really strong. <laughs> um, yeah, did you did you did just fall. Yeah. So my connection to Ireland is really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And thank you. <laughs> um, so that means Catholicism for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to how I've kind of just melded these neo-pagan practices with Reconstructionist Celtic paganism and a little bit of Catholic flavor. (laughs) So, So what's the Catholic flavor? So like I have... Um, like prayer cards around my house. I have a little picture of Mary up on my nightstand. Oh. I carry two rosaries with me everywhere.
1: Okay, so let's talk about that. You yeah. have a history with one of these. Uh, yes. you, can you? Yeah, please share.
2: Okay. And so, I think I brought my phone
0: down because I wanted to, <laughs> I did. I
2: wanted to take a picture. So this here, um, this is actually from the Dutch part of my family. This is not from the Irish part. But my grandma is from Holland. She grew up during the war. In Holland. In, yeah, Second World During, War.
1: With Germany occupied.
2: During uh, occupation, she has full-on memories of Nazis being in her little town. Right. Well, it wasn't little. Actually, she was kind of in the city. Um, But that rosary that I just handed over is her mother's. It's pure silver. Um, It is the rosary she prayed every single day for oh. her whole adult life. So this is your great-grandmother's. This is my great-grandmother's. But your grandmother brought it. But over. my grandma brought it to the United States when she moved here, after my dad and my uncle were born. And that um, dent in the middle, I and can't remember heart. the heart yeah. piece. What is that called? That little piece?
1: Well, it's, this is just a metal. Oh
2: okay. no, no, no! The heart, the yeah, middle the, of the the middle, the actual
1: heart. So that that typically, the, the, where, where that is, is where you start or where you end the rosary.
2: Yeah. So that little yeah. dent in it, there. It, is it could be
1: anything. It sometimes it's a metal. Sometimes.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, my mm-hmm. other rosary,
0: and it's a puffy heart, but dented. So that kind of shows its age. That's very
2: cool. It's and a, it has. It's a, a bite mark. Oh, is it from my grandma <laughs> when she was four? <laughs> oh wow! So this is my other rosary. Oh, well, that's fantastic! It's a memento mori rosary.
0: <gasps> oh, where did you get this one?
2: I got that one from um, a Catholic shop on Etsy. Oh wow! And so the medal in the middle is quite different because it yes, it's Saint, the Saint Benedict. Benedict. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm who is in exorcisms? The, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect for it. Here.
1: Oh, that's a big one. You'll have to take some pictures. Do you mind if we?
2: Oh please, yeah. That's why I brought them. If
1: we take some pictures and post. Oh,
2: uh, this this silver one oh, is yeah, absolutely yeah, 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 beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So with uh, so I do actually pray the rosary as a Catholic would, as a connection for me to family members who were Catholic Aww. and um, just as a, you know, this rosary, my great grandma's, her fingers touched this every yeah. day for decades. And there is no way that yeah. part of her is not imbued exactly. upon this. I mean, yeah. this contains part of my great-grandma. That one has not been blessed by a priest. Um, and I don't imagine I ever would have the balls to ask yeah. one, yeah. 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 And I don't think, I don't think, uh, personally, I don't think it would be very respectful.
1: You know, I, I wouldn't ask yeah. a priest to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, because part of that is, whoa, part of that is... Um, You know, in our Catholic faith, uh, rosaries um, are what we call sacramentals.
2: Yes, and it's a very important connection to Mary. Mm -hmm. And I definitely acknowledge the fact that this is upsetting to some people. But for me, it's a connection to my Catholic ancestry. So,
0: I, so, have you had people think that, or
2: be upset about it? Has anyone spoken to you like that? No. To show you that they're upset? Uh, No, but I also am careful about who I say, hey, I'm a witch, yeah. but I carry a rosary around with me. Do you want to see it? You don't it's have got, a bumper sticker. It's got skulls on it, <laughs>
0: yeah. you know? Well, I think once you explain, though, when well, and the, the skulls are fine, right? <laughs> it That has... I could make a rosary out of gum, right? right? It doesn't matter. You could do Mm -hmm. anything. It's just the practice. And I I
2: have um, done my part, at least I feel like I've um, done enough study to understand how important that symbol and that practice actually is to your faith, to your faith. Like, I understand that that's a big deal that's very important. And that's why I don't want to accidentally be... Oh, disrespectful. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. I was yeah. going to say something, but I have a sailor's mouth and I was trying to control it. <laughs> I don't want to accidentally do something that is going to feel wrong and disrespectful and and you know So you're
0: very self-conscious or yeah. conscientious. You're conscientious about how thank you, you. Yes. treat the rosary, but I I love that you've um pulled that in as a part of your spirituality, it's really and, important to me and, actually, yeah, and pulling in the grandmothers or great grandmothers well, and I like have that.
2: one other thing from my Dutch oh. um oh. this is a prayer book
1: I like the kerchief. oh, it's, it's just it's a little pretty. hanky I, and it's okay
2: this. are you so pretty <laughs> Woo-hoo. so this is a prayer book it's Dutch it was it's from eighteen seventy something, but I'll show you, uh-huh. oh. Hold on. Oh my gosh, it's so tiny. Yeah. So that uh, was my great 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 grandma's. I'm not quite sure on 1879. Yeah. And it's all in Dutch, so yeah. I have no idea what it says. I don't know what it was for if it was like oh, a but
0: let me tell you that so this Coletta, yes, is your
2: great So, um Coletta <laughs> Coletta was my grandma's grandma i think and it's one of her middle names so then the last name does that start with a T? von straten is my grandma's name and her grandma's tara yeah te- uh, uh pear boom oh pe- with a p mm-hmm, pair boom so boom boom means tree yeah it's
0: pear tree it's pear tree my my maiden name's notaboom <gasps> dweller under the nut tree
2: yes because dutch last names do you know why they're so weird
1: no we no
2: okay so you can thank napoleon for that (laughs) because (laughs) a lot of dutch last names are weird because napoleon was like hey um you guys all have to register and as their um protest like non-violent protest they said well okay fine but we're not going to give you our real names we're going to make up names i'm going to be net tree under the nut tree, tree. Yeah. in the mud, born naked. There's a bunch of <laughs> Dutch names that are weird like that from. Oh, well. And it, anyway, so yeah. So that's um, my other very precious item that came over with my grandma. So
1: when you you, you oh, describe wow. yourself as a witch, you describe mm-hmm. your your religious practice, paganism.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yet you. Have blended a lot of your family tradition in, and that's okay.
2: It's very common with modern pagans.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Well, this book right. is absolutely. I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because,
1: um, you it's, know. The, it's
2: venerating where I came from. Well, yeah. and not
1: just that, though. It's embracing who you are and yeah. that, you know, that control of your own destiny, that being able to, you know, have that power that i'm in charge of yes. what i do right and so you have that freedom to pull in from other places or yeah. other religions and faiths to help you move forward on those
2: things you, you're yeah. just getting this exactly okay <laughs> like this is exactly yes perfect
1: right right on right on so now that you're an adult mm-hmm. um it, it, do you have a community a, a um, pagan community, not here. Okay, so thank God for the <laughs> that's internet. That's why you said right? online. Yeah, yeah, that's why right. we
2: need the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, more metropolitan areas, it's so easy to find groups that you can go and have full moon rituals with, or you can celebrate the Wheel of the Year with, which is like the mm-hmm. the eight Wiccan um, holidays. So I'm sure you've heard of Yule sure. and. Samhain, which is mm. Halloween. Right. But there's also uh, like Imalk and Lamas and Maybon, which we just had in September, which I kind of didn't celebrate too much. So I find, kind of feel crappy about that. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Because I mean, like, we miss our own holidays too, just like anybody of any faith. And right. Well, it's hard when you don't have a community. It, yeah, you know, I yeah. often wonder, you know, if you, if I lived
0: like, you know, off grid in the wilderness or something, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it would just be Jason and I, and how would we celebrate? It yeah. would be
2: different, right, when you don't have other people to I try I think and- with Christianity, the focus on community is a really important part of celebrating mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. beliefs. Um, obviously, you can be a Catholic or a Christian or whatever by yourself. Mm-hmm. But the community, going to church and being with people and and. Kind of celebrating your communal beliefs is really important yeah and for a lot of pagans for a lot of witches there's there's a lot of witches who have that but there's also a lot of us who don't have anything close to that so it's really common to have what's called solitary practitioners so that's oh, okay. what I am. Oh. Practice, right. Right. So I mean like I can communicate with people online but my practice is in my backyard. Sure. Yeah. Right. Or like I have an altar in my basement. Right. Right. So it's uh.
0: You know, I. That would be lonely for me. I I don't know. Is it lonely for you? Sometimes it is. Because
2: sometimes I want to tell people, hey, it's like it's. Yeah, share it. Samhain is the the witch's new year. So I get real excited for Halloween. It's like, this is a big deal. This is really cool. I'm not Mm -hmm. just dressing up just because. It's actually a traditional Irish holiday. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it, you know, it has a lot of history and it's very important. But when I say stuff like that around here, people. (laughs) <laughs> don't know what you're talking about or they look at you funny or they yeah. think do you worship the devil sure.
1: yeah. yeah they go to you know, <laughs> they
2: go to a weird place they go yeah. To this, yeah. yeah well
1: number one things we Stereotype. don't know um, mm-hmm. we automatically fear and sometimes we've never been challenged to maybe get over some of those initial fears yeah and that's it you know going back to your comment about Solitary practitioner, um, you know, we brought up that. I told you that quote or that uh, the priest that talked to me about, you know, atheists. Yeah. He he personally has never met an atheist who didn't believe in God. They just couldn't stand the. Mm -hmm. But he also has another great quote. um, And we apply this a lot, especially in our Catholic faith, is that, you know, we all go to heaven like a bunch of grapes.
0: Yeah, it's
1: my favorite. and, And the idea being that, yes, you're right, as Catholics, Um, And I'll speak as Catholics, but Christians, you know, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. body of Christ, that language is very strong. But as Catholics especially, um, you know, our responsibility is to... You know get ourselves to heaven get our family to heaven yes you know get my brother and sister in christ to heaven right that's that's that role that we assume and so that community comes together mm-hmm. um and is very important
2: because you want to save others you want to give that love to right, others right and,
1: and it's also kind of that brother you know i am my brother's keeper yes right um and we we recognize in in church you don't have to go too far down church history to realize that you know all the evils that the churches as or those associated with the church have have done um it's not a big secret right but on the flip side Mm -hmm. though you know um we it is that that responsibility of of recognizing not just the person that i love is my brother but also, the person the, that I can't stand at yeah, all.
2: Yeah, the person also, you hate is, is also, also in your brother, bunch of grapes. Is also yeah. in my
1: bunch of grapes, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I have a responsibility to work and to endeavor to help that gentleman. Or yeah,
2: you want to, you want to give grace to everyone. You be be mm-hmm. Christ-like mm-hmm. to everyone you meet, regardless right. of how you personally feel about them, right.
1: right? And you know, in our faith too, especially those we can't stand, we're even judged at a higher standard for. Yeah. So I, and
2: happening. that's another thing that I've definitely, uh, I feel that way too. I do my best to be kind to people even if yeah. I think they're horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I think sometimes uh, that pagan moniker um, gears up a, um, an idea or a, a false um, stereotype in people's heads that that means... That you don't care about others, right? Yeah. That, um, you know, you sacrifice people. There's a empires. lot of horror
2: movies that put us in really sure, bad light, right. which is yeah. great. I love movies like that. I'm a horror buff. Okay. I love scary movies. Difference yeah.
1: number two. <laughs> I don't like coconut.
2: <laughs> you don't like coconut anyways. I can't
1: stand horror movies. I. it's a whole nother reason I why.
2: Ironic moment. I love Horror movies about possession with like Catholic priests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I do too. I'm okay with those. I got a little tired after a while that everybody started doing the back bend and walking. Oh and yeah, I'm like, I mean okay, that was really freaky once, but now it's yeah. not scary anymore. Yeah. But yeah. agreed. Um, I wanted to go back to the pagan thing oh, that you yeah. had said a long time ago when we first started sure. speaking about how it's just an other, right? The, mm-hmm. the, it's in any situation you go in, you are afraid of the other. It's us versus the other. Yeah, And I think that when Christianity began and everybody or the disciples spread out and they're trying to mm-hmm. spread this around, every person they met that was different was a pagan right Uh, yes it was a the norse were pagans yes the anglo-saxons pre-christianity pagans pre-christian
2: anything yes from the viewpoint of european christians going out to spread the gospel Mm -hmm. anybody who wasn't yeah exactly and so it became the term kind of a catch-all right but
0: then you get you know then you have um Groups that practice like North mythology that mm-hmm. just their religion was
2: very bloody and very well my, uh, hus- my husband actually um, he has a pretty big connection to Norse mythology as well and he he's not nearly as active in his practicing as I am but um, there's definitely that warrior culture the warrior yeah, piece right that,
0: and that's what they were about because they're trying to come over to England you know and mm-hmm. they're trying to and that I think right in there is where that pagan word then kind of solidified yeah. into and it became something a bad
2: thing yeah.
1: into that weird stereotype. Yeah. Well, not weird. Well, but it's just a, that.
2: it wasn't a stereotype at all. I think you know anybody's—they <laughs> they
1: earned it. <laughs> well, yeah.
2: I mean, somebody's coming in and invading your home. You're going to try and destroy them. And yeah. I think I have no illusions about like how how Christianity was spread through Europe and how much pushback there was by the natives Mm -hmm. i mean that's just how empires are built Mm -hmm. yes like there was Probably a lot of blood on both sides. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, well yeah. you know it's not like the Christians are like, please don't hurt yeah. me.
1: Right. Now there well, was the and, Crusades. And go, go with Christianity spread east. Right, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. one of my favorite books is The Silence.
2: <gasps> I love that movie.
1: No, oh, the book is
2: I imagine so much so better, twenty
1: thousand times better. Yep, and I enjoyed the movie, but I got to be honest, that book, yeah, that book is is one of the more moving books.
2: That book um, that the movie touched me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I love stories of, um, st- someone who is struggling with their beliefs and, and able to stay strong in what they believe.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that book is fantastic because, um, I, I if, when you read it, mm-hmm. cause I, I know you will someday, yes. um, you need to email me, text me, call me. Sure. We'll go grab a cup of coffee. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about the ending of that book.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. Right on. To see whether or not he actually converted.
1: It's not about the conversion or so, the
2: the continuous faith. I just I'm, no, I'm sorry.
1: Because the movie it differs a little bit. Oh,
2: okay, okay. So they're
1: a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, The way the, the the ending of the book is, but
2: I'm going to buy it as soon as I can. But
1: but again, what I'm am talking about is, of course, religion, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 Christianity as it spread across the globe mm-hmm. ran into. Pagans, yeah, what, mm-hmm. whatever, for lack of a better,
0: Which, uh, whatever direction, right? Yeah. They Did were all non
2: non Christians. Yeah,
1: take that non Christian title mm-hmm. and, and clump it into a pagan
2: title. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and there was blood and wrong mm-hmm. and all sorts of things on both ends, and so um, and yeah, so you're right. I guess you're right. It's not a stereotype. It was something that was earned at the time to a certain yeah.
2: Degree. I mean, and, that's so, just history. Yeah.
1: That, harry man to that sister that's
2: just history. <laughs> I mean there's n- there's no need to sugarcoat it
1: no that's just history no
2: um, so Sam I'm, Sam yeah. Hane Sam Sam Sowen. it's spelled Sam, Sam. Hane. Okay. it is pronounced Sam because Gaelic is a weird language yep. yeah I know <laughs> I know Speaking Try to pronounce
1: Sa- people's I names I don't want to go back to books have you ever read Stephen Lawhead no oh Wait, he's he's, he's, um, he does. It's not sci-fi. He goes back in history.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, and his more famous Uh. trilogy is the Merlin trilogy.
0: Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. he he does one on St. Patrick too.
1: He does one on St. Patrick, (gasps) Um, and he did one on the Vikings.
0: Historical fiction kind of stuff. Yes, I love historical
2: fiction.
1: He um, in the Merlin one though, Uh the sci-fi piece is the guy goes through a um, one of those English
2: oh burial. the standing stones
1: no no um the, mound, cairn. the cairn yeah and gets transported back into um
2: i'm sorry i keep interrupting you i'm so no. excited no no no
1: he gets back into our <laughs> Ar- arthurian yes. uh, he gets imported into the arthurian mm-hmm. m- myth and so that's pretty good too so. yes um but then he did a uh, one on saint patrick and then he did one on vikings and in full disclosure We named one of our children after one of the Vikings.
0: Oh, he, that book is called.
1: Byzantium.
0: Byzantium. And when I was pregnant with my last. Mm -hmm. um, And it's one of those biggies, you know, it's like, um, it's like reading. um, Anyway, it's, it's long. It's a summer read. Yeah. And I just lay there big and gigantic, (laughs) ready to have a baby and. There is a character in there who is called Gunner Yellowhair. And I'm like, because oh, I knew um, we had dated in high school. Yeah. Not many people know this. I can't believe I'm telling this, but. No, when- you said in one of your podcasts. Did I? That I knew that I I would have a baby that was going to be blonde hair, blue-eyed, a little boy. Oh, okay. Not that part. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys dated in high school? Yeah. yeah. When we dated in high school, I had this dream. I knew I would have this little boy that Mm -hmm. was blonde hair, blue-eyed. And when I was pregnant, I was actually hoping for blonde hair, blue-eyed girl. Mm -hmm. But I got a a boy. But we named him Gunnar Yellowhair. I just knew he'd have... And he we didn't does, name him Yellowhead. No, we named, we named him, him Gunner, <laughs> uh-huh. and then we named him Augustus. And the middle name we could not figure out what middle name we wanted. And we were in mm-hmm. Chicago visiting a friend. We went to a nightclub and dancing. This was before
1: you were pregnant.
0: No, I was pregnant. We, we
1: just didn't know you were. Pre- you were like a. I was day like
0: a month pregnant. pregnant. I was oh, nice. not feeling well either. But we we were visiting a friend, and I. Um, And we were at this nightclub dancing, and when we left, there was a bouncer there who was very kind to us. Mm -hmm. And Jason and he started talking, and we said, What is your name? And he goes, Augustine, or Augustus. And we both looked at each other and go, Augustus. I love that. That's the name, Augustus. mm -hmm. And St. Augustus, um, St. Augustine, actually, Mm -hmm. he, he was a kind of a party boy um, his mom had to pray really hard to get him back on the straight and narrow and um so i always thought that's a good story too you know you could your journey is long Mm -hmm. journey is a long way and nobody has it perfect when you're 24 or 34 or 44 it could be till you're 60 74 Mm -hmm. your journey comes to fruition and so I hoped for that for my son. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we got off on that. Gunner, oh, yellow hair, yeah. that's it.
2: He was a good Viking. That was the name of my mom's Scotty dog when I was growing up Gunner. Was
0: Gunner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, in that movie, uh, uh, that's, remember the movie, Stephen, His, Hers, and Ours, the remake, oh. Stephen, uh, the oh, one that Steve mm-hmm. Martin did? Their dog is their, Gunner. Their dog is oh, Gunner. Nice. And uh, there's a great uh, line in there that Gunner. Get the off the car. table or, or something. Gunner, like. get
2: in the car. Yeah. Get in the car, Gunner. Gunner. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was um, almost my dad's uh, nickname in the military was Gunny because oh, yeah, he had um, a buzz, or not a buzz cut. He had a. Something is wrong with this show. Oh, okay. Hold on just a minute, okay? Oh, it's probably over. <laughs> not yet. Give me just a few minutes. My dad had a high and tight, like a Marine, and one of the ranks in, in the Marine Corps is Gunner. Right. Oh, yeah. So, Gunner yeah.
1: Gunner. <laughs> you know, um,. <laughs> I guess Kate, I I, I want to tell you. I think um, why, why? we're kind of going to wind up the podcast yeah, here, but we've been I, here
0: forever. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and by the way, Nova, you are Nova. my favorite person. Um, you are my
0: favorite. T-M-K. So. <laughs>
1: You can come over here anytime Yeah, you guys you can come
0: over here anytime. If I still had a
1: trampoline, I'd let you jump on.
2: And I so. love that we're close, so if you ever need anything. Oh, man, my we're... dad would be so happy I'd come into a deacon's house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, tell him tell yeah. for sure that you are welcome at the deacon's house anytime. Yes. <laughs> Look,
2: I, I
1: appreciate you, Sharon. Um, Your story and taking the courage and risk not to just talk about um, your belief, but also your recovery.
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: And I guess, um, man, I just want to root and cheer you on. And if you ever need support or help, let us know. I think Um, what I
0: appreciated most, sorry, Jay, but what I learned, I guess, Mm -hmm. because I learned something from when I I meet new people. Cool. I learned that uh, I've always thought this, that if you hide what's inside of you, who you Mm -hmm. really are like you're not, you're not going to do well. No, like it makes you're, you sick. It you're manifests. sick And yeah, and yeah. Yeah. and I think that your story really shows that, that you weren't, you weren't honest with yourself and so you were just going downhill until mm-hmm. you made it right with yourself and yeah. then you're, you're such a lovely young lady oh, and yeah. you're just filled with brightness. So. Thank
1: you. Yes. Thank, thank you, you. you for being on the show.
0: Well, thank you for inviting me. Yes. I, this is awesome. All right. And, and ha- how do I say it? Samhain. Happy Samhain. Happy Soin. There soon. we go. Very we soon. Go.
1: <laughs> Very good. Thank you.